Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Troy Talks uh, podcast. Uh, I want to thank you, all my supporters and all my listeners, uh, for listening to uh, these episodes. Uh, I've had some very powerful and amazing guests. Uh, so I thank you for your support. Thank you for the downloads, for the listens, for the shares. Uh, and I really, 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 really appreciate it. But today, uh, I have a special guest. Y'all know all my guests. I deem them special. Uh, but let me give you a little background. Uh, she is a licensed independent insurance professional. She, is, she has over 30 years of experience working in the financial service industry. And six of those uh, years uh, was as an admission coordinator for a private, private health facility. Her objective is in to engage, educate, and successfully navigate clients to the product that best fits their needs as well as link them to relevant resources, kind of like me. Uh, she can assist uh, you by creating results that will financially position you and your family for the future. Uh, a little bit about her track record. She's licensed in 14 states. She serviced over 2,000 customers and collaborated with an interdisciplinary group of professionals at all levels. Uh, she's uh, exhibited a proven commitment of 28 years of service to her customers with education certifications while currently working for with a company called Virtual uh, Financial Group, providing financial literacy. She's located in Madison, Alabama, which is a suburb, suburb of Huntsville, servicing, servicing individuals, families, and business virtually. I want to introduce her son and present to other Margaret LaPerena. I tried to say it like that, Margaret, but I told you I knew I was going to mess it up. Uh, but Margaret, thank you for uh, joining us. Thank you for being here. Uh, I really appreciate uh, uh, you allowing me to interview. Now, Margaret, give them a little kind of backdrop uh, I, how we are connected. Well, Troy, thank you for allowing me to share this stage with you. And for the rest, um, just a little bit. I, I met Troy through a mutual friend. And once we started talking, we hit it off great. We both work in the same industry and in some aspects with the same uh, company. And Troy has been very, very um knowledgeable and in guiding me on certain areas that I have struggled with. And we have uh, formed a great uh, collaboration. Definitely. Definitely. Now, Margaret, you got 30 years experience in the financial services industry. We know this industry is tough. We know the industry is tough uh, many times for African-Americans, but double tough for female African-American. Can we discuss a little bit of that? What have been your personal experience in this industry for 30 years? Oh my, um, just starting out, it was, it was pretty tough. It was really tough because, um, I got into this industry, um, when I was, what, 28 years old. I was 28. And um, I was a new mother. Um, my, my mother was very sick. 
my siblings all work and I needed a babysitter and I needed a job that would afford me the opportunity to go out and work and still take care of my child. And insurance was the, uh, was the path. So Margaret, since insurance was the past, we're, we're talking life insurance, correct? Yes. Why not health insurance? Why not uh, property and casualty insurance? Why life insurance? Well, um, I didn't know much about um, the property and casualty side. It seemed so cumbersome uh, to me at the time. Um, life insurance was what ours was offered. Um, I work for a company, which that company is no longer in the state of Alabama, but I work for a company, it was a debit company. Um, what I mean by that, meaning that I had to go door to door, meet people, talk to people, um, you know, and let them get to know me. And that's the way I, I approached it. Um, others approached it as, sell, sell, sell. But I wanted to know more about who I was servicing. I wanted to know what was their need. What what did they want? What did they want to accomplish? Um, and that didn't go over very well with in the beginning with the people that I was working with. They was telling me that, no, you need to go and see say Miss Susie. You need to go see Miss Susie. She got two boys that we need to get them some insurance on. And I, I just didn't, that didn't jive with me. As the years went by, um, I was inquisitive, asked a lot of questions and pretty much got the run around. Um, and then I decided, okay, if you're not going to tell me, I'm a learn for my for myself. So I pretty much self-educate, meaning that I had to pay for classes myself, pay for the training, did I travel for training um, to un better understand the industry and what it meant to me and my potential customers. Now, when I do a, a podcast, I jot down notes because uh, these are things that I want to discuss if we have time. I never get to discuss everything because, uh, Margaret, you and I have had conversations offline, so we could talk for hours. But yes. uh, one of the things, uh, the, the debit companies now, were when you was doing this debit company, was it, was, did you have, was it low, low income areas you were going in originally? Uh, originally, that's what they wanted me to work in was the um, low-income mm -hmm. uh, areas, um, mostly mostly um, African Americans, um, mostly um, the uh, impoverished people. Now, Margaret, with that being said, were the were the African Americans these low-income? Uh, impoverished areas were the people not not you but I'm saying in generally were they treated um, fairly and were they treated 
uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, in for, for in in their best interest. Honestly, um, when I when I first started and start doing doing policy reviews, mm -hmm. I seen a lot of discrepancies, a lot of um, bad judgment on other agents, and um, and I I do understand why uh, they would sell a particular product to a customer at that time um, because it would it was paying more. It, it was just, it was about the money for them. It wasn't about the money for me because I wanted to help. I want to be a benefit instead of a, 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 I just, I just want to be a benefit to the, uh, to the community. Mm -hmm. So now let's, let's, let's talk about this. So a couple of things I want to uh, maybe discuss. Number one, if I'm understanding correctly, what I'm hearing you hearing, you was more relational than transactional. Yes. Okay. So most of the agents, not all of them, but a lot of the agents uh, were uh, more uh, uh, transactional because you can see uh, what based on when you did the policy reviews. Okay. Yes. Yes. So now, and and I want to come back to some of this, but I'm 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 want to propel. So back then, you seen bad judgment, you seen discrepancies, you seen uh, people being taken advantage of. Now you were a part of a company called Virtual Financial, with uh, a subsidiary of a company called uh, How Money Works, and a financial educator. What is the difference between what you do from then and what you do now? Well, from what I do now compared to what I did then, I am more equipped um, to direct people to certain things or certain places or to do certain things or and to, to better themselves. I am more of a advisor, educator uh, of how money works than anything else. And coming to this company felt so comfortable um, for me because they believe in educating first, making sure you understand what you what you buying, why you buying it, and what you want it to do. And that's important to me. Now, Margaret, we we get ready to we we get ready to do what they call uh, a commercial break, a PSA, public service announcement. We're both with the same company. What is specifically the name of the company? Because I want people to hear this. I want people to know because we are education first. Talk a little bit about the company. Well, the company that I work for is called Virtual Financial. And we teach people how money works. We do it through um, educating using the seven money milestones. And the first and foremost of those milestones is milestone one, and that is get a good education. Now, milestone number one, get a good education. 
why is that important to people? Why should people get a, a get an education in money? Uh, because it will help them make better decisions, more informed decisions, and overall, uh, if they purchase something, they are more uh, they are more um, able to keep it, and they will know why they purchased that particular um item or uh, policy or or service or whatever they're purchasing they 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 understand the reason behind why they purchased so education is number one what are the other sevens and then what is what one resonates with you the most out of the seven well troy um there are several that resonate with me out of the seven. Um, but the most important one, like I said, is milestone number one. Mm -hmm. And that is education. And I'm always, always looking to um, educate people on how money works. Okay. Okay. What do you think is the biggest challenge in this industry with people being educated? Well, first of all, you have a you have a lot of people who uh, who are not in the financial industry um, telling people what they're doing. Um, and they may have the money to do that. They they may have the money to um, do certain things or or use a policy a certain way, and but everybody can't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and people are confused. Yeah, they are confused about um, how it should work, and and it is so hard as a financial professional uh, in the insurance industry to explain to them why why this is not going to work for them you know uh, you know great point market I, I seen someone made a, a post uh one of my friends on facebook which is so true and the post was like uh many of these and i'm not knocking anybody who's content but many times uh many of these videos they over oversimplify things and make people think that uh, whatever it is, you can just do this and you can become a millionaire or whatever the case may be. And I agree, uh, there's a lot of factors in certain things. You know, uh, if a person is, uh, like for an example, I can show somebody and I've shown them that uh, a one-year-old female child, if they put $75 a month uh, in, uh, in, a, in a life insurance policy, um, then at, the child, 65, I think was about almost a quarter, almost a half a million dollars. Right. It's not a lot of money, but, you know, it takes some discipline. You know, uh, there are some requirements there that, uh, especially if it's a grandchild, uh, the, grand, uh, the, the parents have to give permission. Uh, the other factors is the insurance is on the child, not the parent. So it's a lot of things that people need to be aware of 
in uh, not just, you know, op oversimplify. I see a post about uh, where people say, hey, get an LLC, get a life insurance policy, get business credit. These steps uh, really oversimplify, but it, it it's more to it than, oh, just one, two, three, and I got it. So right. I, agree, I agree with you on, on, on that. Uh, we've got to make sure uh, that we're educated. Yes. Now, in, in the African-American community, women in general, what are you seeing as far as the, uh, the women being educated? Well, I see the women are more likely to listen to you, especially especially when you go in for a session um, and you're just going to do fact finding, find out where they are. Um, you're going to find out how much they know about money, okay, and their finances, person, their personal finances. And then you start talking about their um their protection, their mm -hmm. protection, especially if they have children. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to make sure you say, hey, I I, I want my uh, my child to go to whatever school and I am putting money away for that to help them, but hopefully they will get a scholarship. Mm -hmm. But do you have the protection on your life just in case something should happen to you um, that would ensure that that child will be able to go to that school? Or you have a home, uh, this is what I ran into, and it was, I'm still working with this, this couple. Um, they have three children and they have one child who has a special need, okay? This child will never be able to handle anything for themselves, okay? Even though the child is healthy and functional, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. However, they have to have um, proper protection for that child just in mm -hmm. case something should happen to both parents. And we have discussed that. We have discussed um, uh, what would you do if you're no longer here or what would you do if you become disabled? Mm -hmm. You know, these are, these are real questions. I mean, th this is not like, um, uh, what if, or, 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 or some crazy out of the blue, but these things happen every day. They happen every day. We talk about, um, creating an emergency fund. A lot of people will tell you, um, oh, you can uh, have three months of emergency fund. Um, maybe you'd be doing good if you get six months. Well, COVID taught us that we need more than six months of emergency fund, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because businesses closed. Yeah, They true. were not, people weren't able to go to work. They weren't mm -hmm. able to pay their mortgage. They weren't able to get groceries, you know, and, and we need to stop um holding our hand now for someone to give us something. Yeah. You know, yep. I could go on and on, but you know. 
I know, you know, but but take like this this special needs. Um. Now, sometime I'm 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 looking forward to maybe having this in uh, February, but a special needs uh, conversation on Clubhouse. Uh, I have two people. I have an attorney who uh, in the state of Florida who we've done some webinars and some rooms on Clubhouse. She has a special needs uh, nephew. And then another person, uh, Sandy Bozron is, is the attorney. And then Mickey Gabriel, uh, who I've been in some rooms with her on Clubhouse. She's a special needs child. And I said, I want to do a room on this because special needs children are different because even if you leave them something for an inheritance, mm-hmm. if it's not structured properly, then it it could affect the benefits of that special needs child. Uh, And you want to make sure, you know, it's set up properly. So, Margaret, is that what you was kind of talking to them about to make sure this couple to make sure they start putting things in place because these things may happen? Well, will will happen eventually, either disability or death. uh, Yes, yes. Yes, I have. And also, even in death, um, you know, People, people pass away and they leave special needs children behind. Mm-hmm. Say that you have uh, a sister that's that's a great person who love and can take care of the child, but that sister may not be the best person to handle the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're going to have to have someone who has a um, good sense of management, managing money, to put over that child's money so they can get the things that they need at a time that that they need them. So 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 Margaret, you're saying is uh, uh Shaniqua may love them children, but she don't put her over the money because she might not be the best person to handle the money. Right. Shaniqua may go out and get her hair braided and her nails done and the child need needs something like some medication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What would you suggest for a starting point? And we know we 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 can't give in de- details. And uh, two things: we're not giving financial advice, and we're not giving legal advice. No. Uh, here we're just uh, we're just having a discussion. So, what would be the place for a person to start? You would say if somebody say, "Hey, if they're in that predicament, where would you, where would you recommend them to start?" Okay. I would, if if like if like what we're doing now, mm-hmm. uh, get with a uh, financial professional mm-hmm. um, who's they don't have to be uh, really strong in knowledge in certain areas, mm-hmm. but you need to know who to um, direct them to. Mm-hmm. Okay, and of course they would need a lawyer. Mm-hmm to uh, formulate a will Mm -hmm. with those special needs provisions in there. Mm -hmm. And they do need to not be broad about it. I want this to go to my family. I want my family. No, you need to name Mm -hmm. who you want to be over certain things. And I always suggest, this is my recommendation, uh, recommendation. I always suggest two, just in case something should happen to 
the first one. Yeah. You know, and you know, it, it's it's a process. It's yeah. it's a it's a long, tedious process because it forces um that family or that individual to think about things realistically mm-hmm. instead of hypothetically. Yeah, I hope y'all get in these nuggets. Margaret is dropping. Margaret, what would you tell someone who's who's setting up a setting up a life insurance policy and they want to make a minor child a beneficiary? What would you tell them? If if they are just um bound and determined to make a minor child a beneficiary. Um, hopefully and prayerfully, uh, nothing should happen to them before that child reach of age. Mm-hmm. I would set up a trust mm-hmm. for that child mm-hmm. so that money can flow into that trust and be distributed as the child needs it. Mm-hmm. So, Margaret, you dropped some nuggets, you dropped some gems, a financial educator. What could be done in the industry to attract and keep more Black women? Well, uh, first of all, going back to when I first started, they just thought that, oh, she's not going to last long. Uh, well, we're not going to put that much emphasis on this person because all we want is um, her list of names, her contacts, mm-hmm. and then she'll be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would suggest someone like me, I'm, I'm up to this age now where I have more in me that a lot of people don't. I would mm-hmm. say get a g- good mentor. Mm-hmm. Get a good mentor, someone who gonna um, who's going to direct you. Um, I have had a lot of missteps in my career. Uh, I I don't want to see another female agent mm-hmm. fall into the pit holes that I have fell into. Mm-hmm. Um. I would love to see them do more, mm-hmm. learn more. And I would mm-hmm. I would encourage them mm-hmm. as new things come out, as mm-hmm. things change, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. Because a lot of times until you can prove yourself, they're not a lot of people are not gonna take you serious. Mm-hmm. True. So you you just going to have to educate yourself and know who you are in this industry and in that stage in your life. Now, Margaret, uh, thank you for that. I want to shift a little bit. Uh, Tell me about uh, the book. Uh, How Money Works? Yes. Tell me about that book. Well, actually, it is a... It's a quick read. It's um, got uh, quite a few concepts in it. Uh, one of them is uh, the power of con- uh, compound interest, mm-hmm. the time value of money, the rule of seventy-two, which you mentioned. You know, there those are those are gemstones in there. 
and they can be easily applied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about creating an emergency fund, which I, I had mentioned before, that emergency fund is very important, True. you know, because when all, when like in our industry, it is like, um, most of us are commission only. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't get a salary. It's either you're gonna, if you want to eat, you're gonna have to sell. All mm-hmm. right. And sometimes in our industry, uh, things are lean. They mm-hmm. can get lean real fast. And so True. you need that emergency fund to pay your bills, to mm-hmm. to uh, buy groceries or to to buy a tire or or put on some brakes if that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the book, it, it it gives you ideas on cash flow, increasing mm-hmm. your cash flow. And, and that's, that's, that's a whole nother uh, area that I would love to talk about is cash flow. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about um, building your wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people... They have, um, you, you have people who who have a minute-to-minute plan, plans, mm-hmm. and you have some week-to-week plans, month-to-month plans, year-to-year. I said, but a wealthy person, mm-hmm. a, a true wealthy person, they plan from one generation to the next. That's a true wealthy person. That's true. Now, Margaret, this book, who should who should who who should be reaching out to Margaret for this book? Everyone. Okay. Everyone should should reach out to Margaret um, for this book. And the reason I and the reason I say that is that it, it will benefit everybody. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a great uh, knowledge of finances and your finances and maybe others' finances, there are still nuggets in this book that you can um, pull from. Mm-hmm. Now, Margaret, the book how much the how much the book costs? Well, if they contact me, and what I will offer is a a a well, I would call not say free, but it is a free financial needs analysis mm-hmm. as a compliment, you know, as a, a courtesy saying that, hey, uh, if you agree to this free financial needs analysis to see where you are, I can send you a book for free. Okay. Okay. But you can purchase this book also on Amazon. And it's it's about with shipping and everything a little over $20, mm-hmm. but you can get it from me for free. So let me make sure I understand correctly. So this book, uh, How Money Works, it's a educational and entertaining book. Yes. They can, they can get it for you for free. Now they, they can go to Amazon and buy if they want to. They'll pay, right. I think, $17.95 plus shipping. Yes. Uh, but they can get it for you for free. The only requirement is, is that they s- sit down with you 
for a financial analysis, which is no charge either. So are they are they under any, any obligation uh, for you for requesting a book? No. No. Great, great. Now, you all is listening to this episode. Margaret is telling you that if you reach out to her, uh, you can get this book from her for free. She'll mail it to you, ship it to you for free. The book will be free. The only requirement for you is to uh, schedule an appointment with her to do a financial needs analysis. And you're not you're not under any obligation. Um, the least you could you will get is the uh, least you'll get educated and you'll get a book. Uh, but you may find out that once you talk with her, I'm sure that you'll find out that she can help you in at least one area, but many areas. Am I, is that correct, Margaret? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Great, great. So so y'all make sure you take advantage uh, uh, of this. So, so Margaret, we're going to get ready to wrap up. So uh, two things I want you to do. Number one, I want you to uh, give your final thoughts, anything you want to share in a tip or anything that, that you want to share. And then secondly, I want you to give information on how people can get in touch with you to get the book or to ask you questions or uh, to schedule an appointment, those two things. Okay. All right. Um, my thoughts uh, for today that I like to pass on uh, is most importantly and close to my heart is getting a good financial education and just start. I mean, nothing ever moves unless you start. Um, and also, um, I will be more than happy to send whoever reach out to me a booklet. Um, you can, I can be reached. Um, my office number is 256-459-6393. My sale number, 256-466-4035. Or you can email me at mhtaylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, 41 at yahoo.com. Awesome. And, and one more thing, Margaret. Uh, what if someone wants to... Uh, they want they want to do this themselves. They want to be a financial educator. Can you help them with that? Yes, I can. I sure can. Okay. Uh, just contact me any of those three ways, and we'll we'll talk about it and see what you want to do, what portion of it that you want to do. Awesome, awesome. Well, Margaret, uh, again, I, I've, I've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I tried not to make them too long. Again, I know we can go on and on. I can ask you a lot of questions because I got a lot of notes here, uh, but I want to keep it where uh, people can watch it and listen, listen to my audience. Again, thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining. I really appreciate it. I couldn't do this uh, podcast without your uh, support and your help. The Detroit Talks Tribe. Again, thank you for downloading and subscribing. Once this episode come out, do us a favor, share it, listen, download, and subscribe. Uh, but I hope everybody uh, have a great uh, rest of your day and a great week. 
again, thank you for being a part of uh, Troy Talks uh, podcast.